What is up, everybody? This is CJ Nieves. Welcome to episode three of Pib Talks. On this episode, we have a special guest, Robert Paulino. And me and him are going to go over some serious topics that you guys are going to want to listen to, all based around how to treat Forex like a business. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, what is up? What is up? I'm super excited. This is episode three of Pip Talks. We got a special guest on here t- today. We got the man, the myth, the legend, freaking Paulino, Robert Paulino on our call today. Uh, I wanted to bring him on here as a good friend of mine. We go way back. Um, what's up, Paulino? What's going on, man? Excited to be here, man. Excited to, you know, get this, get this going and you know, excited for what you're doing, man. This is really dope. You know, podcast is just about trading and stuff, man. It's really dope. So excited to be on here, man. Awesome, awesome. So what I wanna what I wanna do first is, you know, tell everybody that's listening a little bit about your story, how you got started in the trading, what you're doing before, and then like a little bit about your journey and what it took to get you to where you are. Cause I mean, right now we got hundreds of people out here messaging you all the time, asking for your help, asking for your advice. So give people a little bit of like what your story is, because a lot of people really don't understand like what it takes to go from not knowing what Forex is to being where you're at right now. Definitely, man. So um, for me, I first heard about Forex when I was 17 years old. I didn't like know what it was. I just knew that somebody uh, in my high school was making a lot of money with this thing called Forex. Um, you know, I was doing research on it on Google, YouTube, you know, all these different kinds of things. Um, and I, I, I saw the money potential behind it. You know, I heard of the $5.3 trillion and all these different things. And I was just trying to look for something that I was able to make money consistently without having to do too much. So um, originally, all I wanted to do was play baseball. When I was younger in high school and stuff, I was really a baseball player. And that's really all that I wanted to do. I just wanted to play baseball and just make money on the side um, without having to work a nine to five. So um, when I turned 18, I messed up my knee and that pretty much ended up, ended my, my baseball career. So after that, I was just, you know, trying to focus on something that was going to help me make money, but, you know, help me not be able to work a nine to five. Cause in the back of my head, I just didn't want to work a nine to five. I, I, I never really worked a nine to five really, you know, in my whole life, I've only worked three jobs. So I was just doing everything in my power not to work a nine to five. So when I was 18, that's when I really decided that I was going to go ham with Forex and I was going to, you know, take this seriously and do as you know, go through as much education as I can and, you know, try to learn as much as I can. And, um, just try to build my money slowly. So um, obviously in the beginning for me, I failed miserably. I had multiple, multiple uh, lost accounts, Uh, you know, times where I was just looking at my trades just go, go yeah, yeah. I just had times where I was sitting there looking at trades, go negative and go negative and go negative. And, you know, I just didn't quit for me. It was just, I I didn't quit. Like I would literally take 80% of my check, I would put it into my account every single week, every single week. If I blew my account, the next share will go right into my account because this is just what I wanted to do. So 
once I actually got it, once I actually found something that worked for me through all my failures, through, you know, blowing all these accounts, once I actually found a technique that worked for me, um, what was next for me was being consistent, uh, which was still to this day in certain aspect, what's the most difficult part for me in trading um, is being consistent because not all the times these markets, these charts are going to go in your favor, do what you want to do. Um, but really it was just keeping my mindset consistent because once I found the, the right mindset and I kept my mindset in order, that's when I started to see the progression, not only in my trades, but in my profits and my pips and in every other aspect around trading. So, um, yeah, like for me, it was just not quitting. So once you, it's like, it's for me, it was like watching all these like, uh, Instagram videos and people say like, Oh, just keep working hard and keep working hard till you get it. It's like, you don't really understand it till you fail multiple and multiple and multiple times and then you get it. You're like, damn, it's, it's really true, like what they say and stuff. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's really what, what kind of what, what pushed me so hard with Forex and why I go so hard with this, man. Definitely, definitely. I want to touch on a couple of subjects that you went over talking about your story. First thing was like you started, that means like pretty much when you're around 17, 18 years old. How old are you right now? I'm, I turned 21 in two days. Okay. Okay. So it's been a good three, four years that you've been, that you've been like grinding at this, grinding at this. And you know, now you're starting, now, now you're finally seeing those big results that are really allowing you to really change the game and help people. Right. Cause, yeah. cause I want to stress that to so many people is that like, this isn't some process that's going to take you three months, six months. And all of a sudden you're going to be a beast on the chart. You're going to be consistent. You're going to have that strategy. Like you were saying, like, there's a million different strategies out there and they all work, but they all don't work for everybody. So you really got to test out and find what works for you. And I try to try to explain that to people. Like I have my own strategy and I'll show you what I do. But what's more important when I'm teaching people personally is to go over and explain the fundamentals and how they can apply it to multiple different strategies that they can test to see what works best for them. Right. Definitely, definitely, man. That's exactly kind of what, like what you were just saying right now. That's definitely what I tell everybody that I, you know, start working with or, or really emphasize to everybody is that, you know, the basics is really the key to this stuff. Once you really understand the basics, you can go ahead and apply those basics to, you know, multiple different techniques and styles and different things. But once you understand the basics, everything else becomes, you know, a little bit easier in regards to figuring out that technique that you're looking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, you're talking about consistency. So like a lot of people, um, they can find a good strategy that works for them. But I feel like consistency goes along with like mindset and psychology of things like people start getting those those profits, they start realizing a strategy that works. And they'll get on a winning streak. But then what I'll notice is that a lot of people will come and be like, Oh, well, I, I just had like a few lost trades. And then just like set me back so far. And it's I think it plays a big part into their psychology where like once they have a strategy that works, they kind of like veer away from their fundamentals of like risk management and making sure that they're not over leveraging and they just get overly confident too early. And then as soon as they do hit that losing streak, which is going to happen with every single strategy, because it's all about just odds and putting the statistics in your favor, that then they doubt their strategy and then change their strategy, which then messes them up in the long term because they don't stick to that same strategy that already worked for them. Yeah, 
Exactly. A lot of people get caught up in, in that dollar sign on top of MetaTrader 4. Whenever that's, that's moving up or down, that's really what everybody's looking at. A lot of people, when they trade, they're not looking at, you know, the movement of the pips. They're worried about, is there trade in profit or is there trade in negative? So um, a lot of, uh, for me, I don't really watch MetaTrader 4. I honestly, I, I probably look at MetaTrader 4 probably three, four times a week, to be quite honest with you. My life is really trading view. I'm on the charts and I'm looking at what the charts are doing. And just by looking at the charts and, you know, knowing where the market is at, I know if my trades are in profit or not because, you know, I know where I place them at and all these different things. So um, for me, a big thing, especially with once I started realizing that I was making money, was my focus drifted away from, you know, the money. Once you... Uh, drift your mindset away from the money and you know how much you're making a week and how much you're making every day to how many pips you're actually catching a day how many pips you're catching a month or however however you calculate these these um, things in your journal but you want to have something to where you're focused on pips not money because once you once you switch from that pips to that money just like you were saying you're going to drift away from your technique you're going to drift away from your skill just to try to get that quick money you get what I'm saying? So that's what really not sets people that like, just like you were saying, sets people back a, a big amount is because, you know, let's say one week they, they have a, a, a 50 cent trade that they catch 200 pips with. They make a hundred bucks. They're like, wow, fantastic. I caught 200 pips. Wow. They go into the next week and they put um, $2 for $2 per pip thinking they're going to catch that same uh, 200 pips and they lose, you know, 50 pips and they, they lost, the same hundred dollars off 50 pips that they caught with 200 and they're, they, they think that they're way, way set back, but really they just over leveraged. And now the same pips that they caught, they lost a quarter of the way through. Definitely. Definitely. And I like to stress that to people is the fact that your everybody's strategies that they, that they use like over time can work. But the big thing is you got to understand is that, any strategy is not 100%. No trader out there, I don't care if you're a billionaire, I don't care if you're making 1,000 a week, 10,000 a week, you're gonna have a win-loss ratio. And as long as you can keep it above 50%, then you're going to be profitable. Like even with a one-to-one risk ratio, if you're 55%, then over a long period of time, you're profitable. Now, obviously, if you can get that to 60, 65, 70% with a two-to-one risk-reward ratio, you're golden. But the biggest thing is that you have to stick to then your risk management and not say, well, on my next trade, I'm going to double up the size of my trade. Like, no, you have to stick to a set percentage. So I like to have people make sure that they, that they use like a lot size calculator so that they always know I'm risking this percentage of my account on each trade and scale it up slowly. Like people don't understand that. Like, just because you learned about Forex for three, six months, I don't care how long, and you put, drop $200 into your account, $500, $1,000 into your account, does not mean that you're going to flip it and flip it and flip it every single month. Like, you got to look for those slow progressive gains. Look for that long-term love because if you take $100, $1,000, and you do 2% risk on each trade, and you're getting 4 or 5% on all the trades that you're winning, then do the math times 10 years. And people don't like to hear that. Don't, they don't like to hear, oh, well, why does it need to take me 10 years to become successful? Well, do the math times 10 years and you're making multi-multi-millionaires. By year two, three, you're doing very, very well for yourself. But you gotta be patient when you're in the low. Like, yeah, you're in, you're in a rut right now. Yeah, you don't have a lot of money. Yeah, you're using Forks to try to become financially free. 
but nobody becomes financially free overnight. Like you have to build wealth the right way. Yeah, that's, that's facts. And that's with anything, not only Forex, that's with any business, anything that you want to do, nothing happens overnight. And that's what I stress to anyone, no matter how I, I tell people, this is how I come about it to anybody that really thinks that they want to make a lot of money in Forex. If you don't have at least, are your bills paid three months in advance? If you don't have, you know, enough money to secure yourself on top of $10,000, on top of $10,000 to put into your Forex account, then you're not really ready to make, a, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in two, three, one month, two or three months time. If you have those qualifications, yes, you have a bigger chance of making, you know, five grand, 10 grand in three, six months. But if you don't have those, then it's, it's not a big chance that you're going to be making that type of money in that type of time. That's what people don't understand. Not only with Forex is with anything, with anything that you start, it's going to be slow at the beginning. But over time, the numbers add up. And once the numbers get big and they multiply, it's a bigger difference than when it's, once it's smaller. All you got to do is get to that big time. If you, give, if you give up in the small time, you're never going to get to the big time. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a, it's the same thing with your account. If you, can't take, if you can't be patient enough to take your small account to that big time account, you're never going to get there. If you keep just over leveraging and doing all these things and just blowing it, You'll never know the feeling of, you know, hitting $10,000 in your account, hitting 50000 in your account, all those different things. So it's just patience. If you don't have the patience, you won't succeed, not only in Forex, but in any, anything else that you do. Definitely. And, and I like to, I went and touched on that subject on my last episode on my podcast. And I was basically explaining to people, like a lot of people who do get into Forex, at least that I've met recently, aren't you know extremely wealthy they don't have that the, their bills paid they're doing this to try to get out of that situation but that becomes more than just something forex can fix that becomes like your lifestyle needs to change and i went over that that you need to find out what you're spending money on that that you can't that you should stop spending money on and save it up because if you go and you start learning forex for six months straight and while you're doing that, you make better financial decisions. You eat ramen noodles for six months and save that money instead of eating out. Then guess what? You're going to have your bills paid for. You're going to have money in the bank with a savings account. And then you're going to have six months of knowledge in Forex to where you can drop $1,000 that you've now saved over six months plus have all your bills paid for. And you're going to be less stressed. You're going to be less worried about how quickly you can get those 50%, you know, huge ROIs over time. And you're just going to be worried about, Hey, I'm making better financial decisions for myself. I'm not as stressed out. My bills are paid. I'm saving money. And now I can work on building slow, progressive ROI. And it's more than just learning how to trade at that point. If you're in that type of situation, it's all about changing your mindset to where, look, I can't afford to keep doing this. I'm not happy. I don't have the life that I want. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And I want to do it like change something. Well, you need to change more than just starting a new career, starting a new way to make money. You need to change the way you look at money completely. Exactly. Um, you need it like it's everything. You definitely. Everything. You got to. Awesome. So I want to get on to like how important education is. Cause even if you take that guy who's got, you know, three months of his bills paid for, he's got 10 grand in the bank. You know, he's like, look, I just, you know, I'm, 
you know, some people when they're in that situation, they already have wealth. They're not afraid to lose it, but they think that, oh, if I go and I work with this guy who's getting good results already, I'm going to get the same results as him quickly. But what they don't realize is that you spent three, four years of your life invested into this to get to where you're at. And even if like with all these signals companies out there, even if they copy your signals, they're not going to get those same results as easily because there's so much more psychology in, involved in it. There's how are they managing that position after they take that trade? How are they making sure that they're taking profits, that they're moving their stop loss at the correct time, that they're really managing their money properly, that takes time to learn. So I would just wanted to ask you, how much do you think education is so much more important than even any other aspect and when it comes to becoming like getting into Forex and just making sure that you're learning the right information and that you're practicing what you learn. Man, it's huge. For me, I, I take that as like athlete mentality. Um, if you don't have a coach, you won't win. It's the same thing with Forex. If you don't have a mentor, if you don't seek education from somebody who's doing better than you, has the results that you want, you're not going to succeed in anything you do. So with Forex, education was the is, is, is the most important thing But because without education, like it's just like not only with Forex, if you don't have education in what you're doing, you just, you're not going to see that winning. Even though you're going to fail, the education is going to help you get through these losses quicker. That's the thing. You want to, obviously you're going to fail and everybody knows, all right, it's not, it's not going to be success from day one. But if you have a mentor, if you have somebody that can tell you, yo, this is what you're doing wrong. This is what you need to do to get better. This is what's going to help you in the long run. This is what's going to make you better as a trader. This is what's going to help your mindset. All these different things that it's going to help you become way better at what you want to do way faster than if you will be just doing it on your own, wasting time, not getting education. because education is like damn what's a perfect example it's like water to a plant a plant can't grow without water perfect that is perfect <laughs> like you can have a tree there and it can be cool but if it, if it has no water it's just gonna die out it's the same thing with with forex it's the same thing with anything that else that you want to do if you don't consistently look for education if you don't consistently gain and continue to gain knowledge on a daily basis and what it is that you want to do, you're not going to, you, you may see some success, but you're not going to see consistent, uh, consistent success. I can guarantee you that because you need to continue to grow every day and continue to evolve because you don't have to change what you do or change or, or go out and, and completely change as a person to see success, but you do have to find better habits to help you get to where you want to get. And it, be, it starts with those things, education, you know, reading, ga gaining these different knowledge from mentors, uh, different books, different uh, audios, all these different things that are going to help you succeed. Because if not, you're just going to stay in the same position. Definitely, definitely. And on that, like with two different things, like, first of all, you brought up a good point with like, um, all the different sources, like, we live in a day, like, imagine 10 years ago, you got into Forex, like, there was not a thousand YouTube channels with different people teaching things. There was no such thing as people podcasting about Forex. There was no huge, huge companies out there trying to teach you how to trade. Now, obviously there was also not as many people out there realizing that you can create a business and not really give people value. So you got to find the right person to teach you. But like in the age that we're in right now, like there's no, there's no excuse not to find the right resources that you need to get that education. And then my other thing was, 
how important is not only finding a mentor and listening to them, but also personal accountability, like using things like logbooks, using things like writing your rules down for your strategy, using things like like my FX book and actually tracking your ROI and tracking each trade by trade to make sure that you're following it. And when you don't, it's right there on black and white so that you can identify and say, hey, this is where I messed up. Because a lot of people, they might learn it and they know it and they know what they're supposed to be doing, but they're not keeping themselves personally accountable when they're placing that trade button and when they're placing each trade. How important is that? Like, you could know everything in the world, in my opinion, but if you're not, if you don't keep yourself personally accountable, you're going to do even worse than somebody who doesn't know anything. That's, that's definitely true, man. Trading for me, a trading journal is like my number one. I live and die by a trading journal. Damn. I wish I had my trading journal right now. (laughs) Like show yourself, bro. I live and die by a trading journal. If you're, you're not, calculating how many pips you're catching per trade, um, how many pips you're catching each week, each month to know, you know, how much pips you caught, how much ROI you made, all these different things. It's just going to be like, you're just going to be lost. It's like, like business. If you don't keep, if you don't keep a, um, a stack of your receipts, how are you going to know how much money you made at the end of the day, at the end of the month, at the end of the year? That's you know what amazing. I'm saying? So I, I want to be accountable you're doing. Yeah, I, I love comparing Forex to business because a lot of people don't like hearing that because the same thing happens with businesses that fail. They love going out and spending that money. They love going out and, and making those decisions or running the business or doing the different things, but they don't like the whole logistical side of it. They don't like the fact that you have to go and do those boring, tedious parts of it. And if you don't do it all, then you're not going to be as successful. If you don't do those tedious parts, like creating a logbook, yes, it might be annoying that you have to log every single trade you make, you know, what your lot size was, how many pips you caught. This way you can keep track and make sure that you're following your strategy. But if you don't do those things, it's like running a business and putting all of your receipts in a shredder, putting all of your invoices in a shredder, putting everything just in a shredder and not keeping track of it. Well, at the end of the year, how do you know how well the business did? How are you going to audit yourself? How are you going to make sure that, that the business is actually alive and then running? Like you're not going to know until you look at your bank account and you see that there's no money left. And the same thing is with a trading account. You're not going to know what the problem is until you see your account and you've lost 80% of your ROI or you've blown an account. Exactly. And how are you know how you can get better also? How are you know what you did this year um, to do next year to make you no know, it three to four times better than last year. So if, if you're not having these these things in, like personal accountability, like you said, how are you going to know how to grow and, and continue to get better? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You're going to be stuck always in phase one if you don't know what phase one was to get to phase two and how phase two was to get to phase three and all these different things. So definitely, man, I definitely agree with that. Definitely. Uh, the next thing that I want to go on to is like just – what you think, because like we've, we've gone through a lot of like the, the nitty gritty, like mindset type things on lifestyle type things on coaching on education. But like, what is your like bread and butter when it comes to technical analysis for trading? Oh, man, for me, for anybody that really knows me, and it's pretty much asked me the same thing. I always say the same thing. I live and die by support and resistance. 
Um, yeah. Before anything else in, in my trading, anything, I always start everything with support and resistance. Support and resistance, that, that's my bread and butter. Buy low, sell high. Find mm-hmm. that highest point and sell it. Find that lowest point and buy it. So um, before I incorporate any other, you know, techniques or little tricks or anything, support and resistance is my main what's telling me what overall where the market is going and what the market should be doing and, and you know, different potential entry zones that I can, I can take advantage of down the road, whether it be on a low side or a high side, um, whether, whether it be what I'm looking for. Definitely. So yeah, support and resist. Definitely. I, what I like. I love that so much, you know, support and resistance is huge for me. And then my big thing, like next for me, right after support and resistance is at those levels, what, what is price telling me that it wants to do? What confirmations with price action do I see that's going to show me whether it's going to break that support and resistance or whether it's going to respect it? Because a lot of people, they make these prejudgments and they make these biases and they're like, all right, it's out of support. And this is like a support that it hasn't broken in like six months. So there's no way it could break below here. It's going to go up. And it's like, no, like price can do whatever the fuck it wants. You need to watch price action and see what the price action is telling you that the price wants to do. Because guess what? That's what's running, you know, the whole market is price action and what price is doing. And a lot of people, they, they, they throw their biases at the markets instead of letting the, letting the market tell you what its bias is. And at the end of the day, you're going to be wrong more than the market's going to be wrong. The market's never wrong. You know, when you, when you make that prediction, you're like, there's no way that it's going to break that support. And you're right. You were just lucky that the market played in your favor with your bias. But if you were wrong, it's, it's not because the market didn't respect it. It's because the market did what the market's going to do. And you need to identify that, you know, if it breaks a a support, if it breaks a structure, you then wait for that pullback and you get in because now it's told you, Hey, I'm not respecting this. I'm changing the direction that I'm going to be going into. So let me watch and wait for that good entry point. That's, man, that's a big, big thing with me, man. I, I always, always go with price action and I always, always wait for those pullbacks. I'm really big on, you know, letting the market decide, you know, what it's going to do, whether breaking my resistance or breaking that support. But 80 to 85% of the time, once we see the market break these supports or break these resistance zones, we have that pullback. Exactly. to that exact same zone exactly. of previous, previous support. So that kind of gives us a, a, a better and a more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You get a higher probability more, of being right. Exactly. A higher probability entry point to where I know the market is going to follow that, that wave and follow that pattern that I'm looking for, and whether you're it be up in, or you're down. you're getting in at the same price. It's just people get that FOMO. People get that fear yeah. of missing out of like, oh, what if it doesn't pull back? Well, too fucking bad if it doesn't pull out. Like, there's going to be 10 million more trade opportunities in your lifetime of trading. Look at the next chart and wait for the next opportunity to come up. People people focus on fear of missing out because they're like, oh, well, what if this is the only good trade opportunity I see all week? Well, maybe it might be. I doubt it. I doubt it. But maybe it might be the only trade opportunity that, that you have this week. But guess what? You got next week and the week after that and the week after that and the week after that and every single week after that to catch pips on that trade again. So don't, don't go on fear of missing out. If the market doesn't do what it needs to do for your entry reasons, then leave it alone. Don't chase it. Um, yeah, a lot of people kind of think that 
going to close at some point or, or, or it's going to just freeze and you're not going to be able to trade it anymore or something like that. So I always kind of tell everyone that there's going to be a next week and a next week and a next week and a next week for years and years and years to come. So just, just try to stay alive for this week to make it to next week so you can take advantage. Definitely, definitely. Um, the last thing that I, that, I, that I wanted to go over is what, what is your advice to tell that person that doesn't have a lot of money, that wants to get into this to start making money, um, to keep them from, from blowing that account because they want to get money to pay their bills too quick? Like, in my opinion, my personal advice would be like, don't trade until you have the mindset that you're not going to make money for a while. Like if you have the mindset that you need to make money off of these markets and that it's a necessity, then you need to go do something else until this is not a necessity. And this is your long-term, um, this is your long-term solution. This isn't your short-term solution. Exactly. Awesome. My, my, my mindset with that really goes with, you know, as an investor, as most investors, Whenever they invest into, you know, any company or any, or any, you know, equity or whatever, um, there, or any stocks to even be more, but they're, they're waiting a six month to, you know, maybe a year to see a return on these, on these investments. So it's the same thing with Forex. Forex is an investment. You shouldn't, just as you expect with stocks or, or these different things, waiting six months to a year to make money. Just because you can profit on a daily basis with Forex doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. You should have that six month to a year to two year game plan with Forex of what, what amount you want to make. So there's just like, to me, it's just, you just gotta, man, patience is just a word, man, because I love that word. This is a, this, this is a game of you can make money and you can lose money. All you're trying to do is make more money than you lose and continue to grow your money. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, there's nothing else you can really do if you need if, if you're in the if you're in the point that you need money from trading you shouldn't be trading absolutely you should get on a demo account build up a strategy of how you can consistently make money so you can take whatever money you want to start up with and grow it there's no need to rush in and rush and try to make thousands of dollars with forex because it's there's a very low percentage that it's going to happen so you should, if you really need the money, find something that you need to do and start growing your money with Forex slowly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. You know, it's like, get, there's nothing like people, people don't want to humble themselves. There's nothing wrong with getting on a demo account for six months a year. I have a buddy of mine that I DM on Instagram all the time. He's got a wife and kid. He's got a successful business and he trades on a demo account for the past three years. Cause he's still just like, learning and practicing and just he loves looking at the markets and trying it out and guess what he has no he has money but he has no rush to jump in and start putting big money into the game until he's a pro at it and i think that's a better option than somebody who's trying to rush into this and start making profits you know go in there get on your demo account humble yourself and change your lifestyle so that you're not broke when you get into forex and that you have your bills in order and that you have your life in order because if you don't have your life in order, you're not going to have the mindset. And then the next thing that you, that you jumped on is like, I love that those business examples, those business metaphors is like, and, and I just thought of something. It's like treat Forex as if it was Microsoft when it was in its basement and you're its first investor, you know, 
you're the first yeah. investor yeah. into Microsoft when it was in its basement. But guess what? Look at Microsoft today. But guess what? It took fucking time and it took patience and it took executing everything the right way to bring Microsoft to where it's at today. So you are that investor. Forex is Microsoft. You already know it's Microsoft. You know it's potential. So just have that faith and trust the process and be freaking patient. Because if you stick with that, if you stick with that investment long term, you're gonna be just as successful as Microsoft is today. And there's no reason that you can't be. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for jumping on, Paulino. It means the world. You know, we gotta hook hook up meet up more often because it's been a while since me and you have actually met in person and chilled and checked out these charts. So We'll definitely have to plan that soon. Everybody who's listening, thank you guys for listening so much. I just want to give a huge shout out to Robert Paulino for jumping on. Make sure you check him out on Instagram. His Instagram is underscore um, PAA for Paulino, right? Awesome, awesome. So yeah, check, check him out, underscore, um, at underscore Paulino. Make sure you check out his Instagram. Make sure you check him out. Amazing Forex trader. If you like this video, make sure you give us a like, screenshot it, repost it on the gram. We're going to have much more videos. You know, I hope to have Paulino on here when we're at episode 30, 50, 100, and we're still running strong with thousands of people listening because I definitely know that more people can get this message and that more people are going to love to hear from you. So thank you so much for jumping on. And, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you again soon sometime, bro. Definitely, man. Appreciate hopping on, man, and, and talking to you about all this stuff, man. It's a, it's a pleasure, man. And I hope to be, see you in episodes 30 and 50 and 100 once <laughs> everything is already everything's all established, man. It's an honor, bro. Definitely awesome, got to link. Awesome. Awesome. The honor is all mine. Thank you so much. Again, thank you for everybody listening. Everybody have a great week. It's Sunday, so let's get to the charts. Let's start trading. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning into episode three of Pip Talks. We love you guys' support. If you guys got value from this video, if you guys could please screenshot this, post it on social media, tag us at pippit to profit It really means a lot to us. That's where we get all of our motivation from. We love hearing back from you guys. We love seeing that you guys are getting some real value from our podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode. Big things coming, more amazing guests coming. And as always, keep on watching, keep on trading.